right. All right, Fritzbergen, bloodandfaith.com. It's uh, November 2nd, 2023. Uh, I have the ignominious uh, fortune of beginning to correspond with a certain U.S. senator by the name of Grassley, and uh, he's publicly called for my termination from my employer. So I, I, tweet, I tweeted him back. I X'd him back. I said, hey, you know, Senator Grassley, uh, I, I hope you have a nice day. Hello, and I hope you have a nice day. And I left a couple of scriptures for him. Um, and uh, later on, I got some hate mail from Lord only knows who. People throw a name out there, and uh, sometimes it's a, a pseudonym, and sometimes it's a real name, and you really can't tell, and people wishing me ill. The, the project that I have... I've got many projects. One, I want to build Christian nations. Okay, I, What we have now is not viable if you're interested in a Christian society or a society of liberty. We do not have a society of liberty. We do not have a society that honors the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the right to freedom of speech. We do not have that in America anymore. And the forces that be are doing everything they can to basically eliminate every other right that is noted in the Bill of Rights, from the right to bear arms to the right to be secure in our persons and, 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 and effects, our papers. And they have all kinds of legalese, all kind of, all kind of reason why they, they have it, but the bottom line is uh, we've turned into the totalitarian society that we claim that we have fought against in the, in, in, during the Cold War. We become our own enemy. We become the enemy. We become the totalitarian society that we claim to have fought against. And like any totalitarian society, most of the people living in it are perfectly fine with it. And nobody in the old Soviet Union, you, you had a few dissenters, Alexander Solzhenitsyn uh, uh, most famously, and many others, and they uh, said, no, this is, this is wrong. We don't want this. And they were determined to be enemies of the people, enemies of the Russian people, enemies of the Soviet. Uh, but most people were content to live their daily lives, and they, they go about doing their things. And we find the same thing in America today. Most people are content to go about their daily lives and, and live in a prison planet and be monitored and, and subjected to uh, things that a free people wouldn't accept. You, you don't have liberty without certain things. And, and the end state for me is not liberty in and of itself. But it's a society that is healthy. And that society only comes if, with a society that serves Jesus Christ. You've got to serve Jesus Christ. There's no third way. And I've, I've mentioned that many, many times here. We're going to build a Christian society, Christian nation states. A nation is from a common bloodline. A state is the apparatus that supports the organism. The state's the apparatus, the mechanical part that supports the organic, which is the nation, the bloodline, the ethnos. And so that that is my goal. And I, I, I put something on Gab today. It's to the fact that if 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 you don't if you don't seek that, if you don't pursue that, if you don't yearn for that, you're gonna end up where we are today in America in 2023, where we sexually butcher children and call it gender reassignment. It's a totalitarian, demonic, Satan-worshipping system that will allow something called Christianity to exist as long as it submits itself to the Antichrist. So Christian nation states is number one. 
in order to get there, you got to know who your enemy is. And if you read the Gospels, if you read the book of Acts, if you read the epistles, if you read the Revelation, one comes to the inescapable conclusion that there's a group of people who call themselves Jews who are not really Jews, but are actually the synagogue of Satan. And they oppose everything that is good and right and true. They're hostile to all peoples, all nations, not just to the white race, all nations. They murdered the prophets. They murdered Jesus Christ. They prevent people from hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And this people is, they call themselves Jews. Now, in the book of Acts alone, there's over 80 verses that refer to Jews. Over 80. There's more references in the, in the Bible to Jews than there is to being born again. And practically speaking, what I am attempting to do, uh, the academics would call this enlarging, enlar enlarging the Overton window. We're expanding the window of things which are permitted to be spoken about. Up until this time, after World War II, up until the last couple of years probably, it's been virtually forbidden to speak about Jew or Jews in anything but the most glowing praise. And a few of us have come along, and I'm by no means not the only one, that said, no, we're not going down that road. Now, there's, there's a number of people who have a political ideology that perhaps is not sourced out of the Holy Scriptures that may have been talking about it. I don't, much, I don't have much to say about them. I don't know much about them. My political ideology, and it is a political ideology, as well as a spiritual ideology, a moral ideology, a legal ideology, a philosophical ideology, uh, has a, a great day to say, say about the people that call themselves Jews. And it's not good. And so I'm constantly referring to the Holy Scriptures, which is, I, which is what I did to Senator Grassley, Republican senator from, I don't know where, back in the Midwest somewhere. It all, east of the Mississippi, it all fades out to me. And I said, look, here's some three scriptures. Here's, here's John 8, 44. Jesus Christ in context, 8th chapter of John, 7th chapter of John, 6th chapter of John, is speaking to a group of people who call themselves Jews. They call themselves Jews. And he says, look, you guys, your, your great ancestor may be Abraham, but your father's the devil. And you do the desires of your, de that your father. He's been a thief and a liar from the beginning. And that indeed is why they sought to murder Jesus Christ, God incarnate, the Son of God, the Messiah. We see Jesus Christ repeating this assertion in the Revelation. He refers to these people who call themselves Jews. But they're not, and they're liars, he says, and they're of the synagogue of Satan. It says that in Revelation 2.9, Revelation 3.9. Paul, whom I referenced earlier, called the Jews, it, it, I mean, it says the Jews, he says they're hostile to all mankind. They murder the, the Messiah, they murder the prophets. They prevent people from hearing the gospel so that they can be saved. They're not only the enemy of the church, they're the enemy of all mankind. They're the enemy of all mankind. 
The Jews, according to 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, 14 through 16, are called the enemy. They're hostile to all mankind. They prevent people from hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ so that they can be saved. And they murdered the prophets and they murdered Jesus Christ, these people who call themselves Jews. Now, in the 8th chapter of John, it's clear to me that these are not the sons of Jacob. Because they say, we've never been in slavery. All the sons of Jacob, who was renamed Israel, which has nothing to do with the entity in the Middle East today, except somebody has simply lifted their name. It's identity fraud. Identity theft. They were all enslaved. Every one of them were enslaved. All the 12 sons of Jacob, renamed Israel, were enslaved. So when these Jews come along in John chapter 8, and they say, we've never been slaves. It tells me even then they're not even the sons of, they're not even the sons of Jacob. They're not even the sons of Israel. And again, as Jesus Christ points out in Matthew chapter 15, they did not worship the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They did not worship the God of Moses. They come up with Jesus. They want to talk about their oral traditions. They want to talk about hand washing. And Jesus Christ lights into them. He says, why do you want to talk about that? I want to, I want to talk about the Ten Commandments of God. We're going to start with the Fifth Commandment, honoring one's ancestors. They didn't get along. The, those who called themselves Jews did not get along with Jesus Christ. The Pharisees are the political and ideological leaders of the Jews, and they remain so today. They're now called rabbis. And they rest their laurels on the traditions of men, which eventually are written down and becomes the Talmud. It's an antichrist book. If we're going to build Christian nations, we cannot worship and bow down and grovel before the enemy of Jesus Christ, the enemy of the prophets, the enemy of the truth, the children of the devil, the synagogue of Satan. But we do, as an evangelical church, we do today. There may be cracks growing there. In fact, I'm a crack. <laughs> I'm a big fat crack. I'm a traditional uh, evangelical, whatever, non-denominational, charismatic, Protestant, Bible-believing, raised Episcopalian, probably more Catholic than anything when it comes to the Eucharist, independent-minded, and I'm like, guys, wait a minute. We've made a big, fat mistake. This is what the Scriptures say. And all I do is I go off the Holy Scriptures. And it's interesting when, when my detractors, they're out there and they, they say this, they say that, and, you know, that Fritz is this and that, and, you know, racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, queerphobic, intolerant, vice, financiamatic. <laughs> they won't talk about where I get my ideas from. To their credit, they do say what I say. They do say what I say, and I say it without apologies. I want to build Christian nation states. That's the biblical model. It's not okay to say, oh, I'm going to go to my little clapping club on Sunday mornings, clap my little hands, and walk away, and the devil can rule the world. No, you're, you're, eventually your kids or your grandkids are going to come home from school with pink hair or blue hair going to a counseling session with, 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 the, with the school perverts, 
getting counseled into doing a sex change operation. When I was in second grade, I remember the Ten Commandments on the wall of a government-operated school in Aberdeen, Washington. A Christian nation-state, if there are government schools, will have that. And they won't allow people like the Jews, people who call themselves Jews, to make it illegal to have the law of God in public places. So Christian nation states, yes. And number two, trying to crack open that Overton window so the church of Jesus Christ can go back and look at the scriptures. Look at the script. Who's the enemy of the church? Who's the enemy of the truth? Who are the children of the devil? Who's the synagogue of Satan? church is very happy to say we're the hands and feet in Jesus. Oh, the church is the body of Christ. We're the hands and feet in Jesus. Yet the Bible talks about a certain people being the synagogue of Satan. and the children of the devil. And that's been forbidden to talk about that in the church. So I hope and pray that I'm a lever to open up that discussion once again, to open up the, the, the minds and the hearts of the preachers especially to what the Bible says about this stuff. And it is my contention, it is absolutely my intention that we're not waiting for the Antichrist, we're living under the Antichrist. We're living under the Antichrist. We're living under the beast system. It's right in our midst. You bow down and you grovel before them. It's the great deception. The great falling away has already happened. It's been happening since the French Revolution for 250 years. The Antichrist rules. Go do your math. Go do some name checks. Figure out who's in charge of the WEF, the Republicans, the Dems, all the government agents, figure it out. Do your math, man. Do your simple, it's not hard to figure. Who runs the banks? There's not even a discussion anywhere about the illicit nature of usury. Usury is illicit in the Bible. Where's that in your pulpits? Where's that in your pulpits? It's so normalized. And if that's not enough, now they normalize homosexual marriage. And gender reassignment surgery. And y'all are waiting for the Antichrist, and the Antichrist already, Antichrist already rules. And if you speak against the Antichrist, you identify the Antichrist, you speak against the devil's children, they don't like it. They call it hate speech. I, listen, what did David say? Lord, do I not hate those that hate thee? Now, I can love those that, love, that hate me. But David said, Lord, do I not hate those that hate you? The definition of Antichrist in the Holy Scriptures is those that reject the Son of God. That's the definition of Antichrist in the Holy Scriptures. It's not some guy in a black suit with a couple of horns trying to respell his name, 666. Well, maybe you can spell Fritz Berger in 666. I don't, who knows? The definition of anti, or go read it. 1 John chapter 2, 1 John chapter 4, 2 John, verse 7. Those who reject the Son of God. There's many antichrists have been for 2,000 years. 
Well, what about the 666? How about that as a corporate identity, corporate man? Oh, what about the beast? You know what the characteristics of the beast are? Besides that it's a world empire, Daniel chapter 7? It's the arrogance. It's the arrogance of the beast. Do you mind if I read a Bible verse? Jeremiah chapter 50. Uh, man, I, I, tell, I tell you, I love the Word of God. 50 verse 29. Summon many against Babylon, all who bend the bow, bow, and camp against her on every side. Let there be no escape. Repair according to her work, according to all that she has done. So do to her, for she has become arrogant against the Lord, against the Holy One of Israel. Babylon, the beast, and the arrogance against the Lord Jesus Christ. Same as in Daniel chapter 7, the arrogance of the beast, the arrogance of this empire, the arrogance of the Antichrist, the arrogance of the corporate man 666, the utter arrogance for corporate man to come and say, we are the measure of all things. Our democracy. Our science. We know God isn't real because science says the, it's, the, it's an arrogance that knows no bounds. The arrogance of mankind, enlightenment mankind, which is nothing but a darkening. Lucifer is the angel of light, yet he brings deception. That's his primary gift. The arrogance of mankind to say, we are, we are self-existing. We emerged out of eternity, over time, by chance. We owe no God. We owe no Savior. We owe no Creator. We are self-existing and answer only to ourselves. That is the arrogance of Jeremiah 50. It's the arrogance of Daniel chapter 7. It's the arrogance of the beast in the book of Revelation. We already live under the Antichrist. We already live in the beast. It's not coming. It's here. The Antichrist is here. And the evangelical church grovels before a corporate entity that essentially has stolen the identity of the children of Jacob. They call themselves Jews. And it's almost like the Almighty mocks the church. He said, you can call out the trannies, the, the physical trannies, but you can't identify the spiritual trannies, these people who call themselves Jews but are not, and you're, they're the synagogue of Satan. That's, that's not even in the conversation. That's not even part of the vocabulary. That's not in the Overton window of the evangelical church, even though Jesus Christ said it, even though it's overwhelming in the Holy Scriptures. All right, I beat that dead horse enough. There's cracks, and their power is shaking, and they're going to get madder and madder and madder. There's big, fat cracks in their power base, and their power base is in the minds of men, having people believe and believe and believe and believe a lie. 
Bible's very clear that many, many foreign peoples that were not descendants of Jacob converted to this thing that we now call Judaism. It begins in Esther. It begins with the Babylonian captivity. Jesus Christ confronted it when he says, I know you're sons of Abraham, but you yourselves say you've never been in slavery. King Herod the Great was an Edomite. Jacob I loved and Esau I hated. Go to the day of Pentecost and there's all kinds of foreign people, non-native people, non-descendants of Israel, non-descendants of Jacob who converted to this thing that's now called Judaism. Oh, we hear these people, they're speaking in our native tongue. Well, really, if that's your native tongue and it ain't Hebrew, who are you? Those that call themselves Jews but lie and are of the synagogue of Satan. Fritzbergen, bloodandfaith.com.